Welcome back into Running It Straight here on ECNZ. You can uh, text through any questions or comments you have on double eight double three. You can jump on the YouTube as well. But uh, we're going to welcome him, uh, a very special guest on the show. We had him when the uh, Broncos came to town in Napier. Of course, he played 160 games for the Broncos as well as Queensland and Australia. It is uh, the great Gordon Tallis on the line. Hey, Gordy. G'day, guys. How are we going? Mate, we're doing well. You ready for, uh, what, about twenty or 30,000 extra Kiwis flying across the ditch for Saturday night? <laughs> Mate, i tell you what, we are ready for them, but I just don't think they'll get a ticket. Well, but Kim, Kimpy, me and Kempi are coming over as well. Can oh, we come and start your place? Oh, well, Kempi, I'm worried. Absolutely. I'm, I'm worried you're going to get stopped at customs, mate. They're not going to let you in, given your record. <laughs> hey, Gordon. No, no, mate, listen, mate, what a buzz. No, but I just want to tell you, what a buzz. What a buzz it has been watching. I call them the Warriors. The Wars, yeah, I get it. That's the new way of talking. That's the Kim Kardashian style. But for me, they were always the Warriors, right? And then being a North Queenslander, right? They nicknamed the cowboys the cows. There's a there's a there's a big difference between a cow and a cowboy. There's a big difference between a wa and a warrior. It's just so, to let you know. It is so mate, I would I would rather play against a bunch of wars than a bunch of warriors. <laughs> just on that, I pick up on that. I had a mate at school whose father used to ride a cow to school, Gordy, because there was no horses up north. So I, I exactly, I exactly what you're talking about, mate. You've been there, you've done it, um, and you've you know you got the t-shirt yep. with grand finals and that. But what what do you take out of the way that the Warriors played last week against the Knights? Because rolling into these. Um, these preliminary finals, both Brisbane and Penrith looked like they were unstoppable. Well, you know what? They learned fast, right? So they went to Penrith, tough place to win, right? It's in the foot of the mountains. It's 80-odd kilometres away from the city of Sydney, right? So it's even a trek out there, right? So it's and it's small, it's intimidating. And Penrith, like, let's not kid ourselves, they've been the best side the last three years, right? So they lost the grand final to Melbourne, won the next two. They have been the best side for basically the last four years, right? So they learned a lesson that day and uh, and to fix it on the run and they go out there last week against the Knights who were desperate, who had all the momentum. I think it was 10 or 11 in a row. Starve them off the football in the first 15 minutes and play semi-final football. That was outstanding. That That's semi-final football. So, so you can only judge them on their last game and their last game was, was as dominant as anybody that has played a final so far. Do you think, Gordy, if they play how they played against Newcastle, it's enough? Or is there an extra level they'll need to go to against Brisbane? No, you've Brisbane? got to go up a level. No, no. you always got to go up levels. I think I think the closer you get to the final, the better the teams you play. Uh, I thought they were fantastic against Newcastle. They were absolutely outstanding, did everything that they had to do and did it, and did it quite easily. I think they did it comfortably, but they go against Brisbane, totally different side, Payne has Carrigan, you know, Slegler, mm. Walsh, Adam Reynolds, it's a totally different side. But if they play the way they did last week, it gives them a massive opportunity to upset the Broncos. Gordy, do you think the back five, like they did a number on um, Newcastle's back five, Kanan Ponga was non-existent. Uh, you look at Dom uh, Young and and the likes, and you know, Dane Gagai, um, Brendan Best, they all played uh, origin football. Do you think if uh, the Warriors have the same type of kicking game against Sean Johnson. I know that you've spoken about Brisbane's back five, that they have enough defensively to stop that uh, go forward right from the get-go? Well, that's what they lacked in their first weekend against Penrith. And, you know, I heard Sean Johnson get interviewed. He said, we just kept on kicking it through the pockets. 
And then that's how you take the factory out. And obviously Newcastle, they've been so devastating with Carlin Ponga, you know, and Dom Young and Marju. They've been outstanding in the 10-game streak. But, you know, the Warriors nullified that. They were out Tohu Harris in the middle of the ruck. Aiden Fanua Blake, their forwards Wade Egan. Like, like they've been outstanding just the way they defended. I think there was a hit-up from, I think, Greg Marju, who's one of the strongest carries. They picked him up and drove him back eight metres and drove him into the ground. Well, that's the defence because of kicking it to the pockets and, you know, making them come off their trial line. If the Warriors can do that, no side likes coming off their own trial line. Like, it's, it's, it's you know, everybody likes scoring tries, but they don't like coming off the tough end. And the tough end is where the Warriors made them come off all last week. So where do they get their toughness from, the Broncos? You talk about Payne Haas. Uh, I reckon Pat Kerrigan, mate, is. I think he's going to get better and better as the years go on. But when you look at the side and the and the youthfulness of their side, where where has that tough edge come from this year? Oh, I, mate, I think, you know what, don't let Kevin Walters, I know he wasn't, you know, like you don't look at Kevin Walters and go, God, he's the toughest player, but he holds all the records off the field at the Broncos just for the mental toughness, and that's what you need. So there's all that talent, but getting them that hard edge. And we all know that, you know, when it comes to ability, everybody's pretty even on the field, but you need that mental toughness. And I think it's the Kevin Walters effect. I think just mentally, he he holds the records on all our toughest runs and just not giving in on himself. And you'd see Payne, Hass and Carrigan, well, they're two great young guys that are leading the way on the training paddock, and I think everybody's following. Then you get an old guy in Adam Reynolds that, a bit like Sean Johnson, they don't really get overruled. They just know what they've got to do in the right moments. And Sean Johnson this year, he's been absolutely outstanding. And if he doesn't win the Dally M, well, he's got to be in the fight. I, I, I actually have him winning the big gong. I don't even know. The last Kiwi to win it was probably Roger Tuovasa-Shek, mm-hmm. maybe. You know? And, and, and I think he's been that good this year. And, you know, so... So what a battle of the halves, but it comes down to the forwards. I think it comes down to Tohu Harrison, Aiden Fidel Blake, Wade Egan and the like to see who gets over what forward pack. You know, so they've got to stop Payne, Harris, Carrigan and Flegler. Mm. If they can do that, they stop Brisbane. The uh, the matchups across the park, um, Gordy, are, are just scintillating. Obviously, Eden against uh, Payne Haas, probably two props of the year. There, you got Kerrigan and yep. Torhu. Uh, you know, even Reese Walsh against Charles Dugal Clookstar is going to be going to be great. And and Sean Johnson against Adam Reynolds. Where are a couple of the key areas you think are the difference makers for for both teams? Where are maybe the Brisbane Broncos a little bit weak, and where are the Warriors a little bit weak? Well, I think look, obviously Brisbane just with just with their inexperience of playing in you know, semi-finals football and playing at that level, and that's probably the same as the Warriors. I think I think Brisbane have an advantage in the centres. I think, you know, Katoni State and maybe Farmworth, they both, you know, played at a higher level. They've both played rep footy, so I think they probably have a little bit of an advantage there. But other than that, I reckon it's pretty even mm. all over the park. I mean, if you look at the forward packs, they're very even. If you look at the halfbacks, well, obviously Adam Reynolds has won a grand final at South, but the way... You know, Sean Johnson has played this year. He's been outstanding. I think Reese Walsh, well, he plays at another level, but Chance is not that far behind him. So so there's a 
you know, I think there's some great matchups all over the park, really, mm. when you think about it. When you talk about that um, an experience, Gordy, like you said, both teams have plenty of young guys that haven't been in this position before. A question was asked uh, on another show here on ECNZ earlier this week for another uh, former NRL player, and I want to put it to you. Given given the grand finals that you and the finals football that you played, what was one thing that if you could go back and tell the Gordon Tallis that played in his first ever finals game, what's that one thing you'd go back and tell him? Uh, enjoy the week but learn to turn off. You've got to switch off because there's so much going on. There is you know, grand final parades, there's final parades, there's more media, there's more things to do, right? So I'm getting called from over in New Zealand where it doesn't happen unless they're big games, right? Mm. So all those little extra add-ons are the things that you do but don't get overawed by them. And, and, like, and it's only a game, right? Even though it's not a game. But know when the game of footy is going to start and make sure that you're mentally prepared for that moment. Not before, not after, for that moment. And all week you gear up for that moment. And I learn over time that enjoy the week and it's fantastic to be in the spotlight, but know that you're here to do a job. And the job is for the Warriors, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Gordy, what about that 7, seven o'clock? That the 7 yeah. o'clock your time over there is 9 o'clock our time. By the time we kick off, it's 10 o'clock at night. You know, I know there's been a lot of talk about the missed opportunity and stuff like that, but, you know, it is what it is. And what what sort of advice would, would you be giving the players type thing, you know, having, oh. to, having to play in that type of game? Just, you know, because people don't really understand that when you're travelling no. from New Zealand, you go over there, it's late at night, but... You know, it is what it is, mate. You can't get away from it, yeah. can you? Well, well, well. sometimes when we're at Brisbane and it was a three-hour delay, we're playing you guys at lunchtime. <laughs> so which is totally different. We're setting our alarms to get up at 4 a.m. our time because we need to get our body clock ready to kick off at lunchtime. So we've got to get the food in it. So it can work you know, either way. Uh, coming on later, I think the NRL need to work at that because I saw the hype last week and we're all sitting there. It was played at 4 o'clock our time so we got so it's not our normal time slot to be watching a game of footy but we all got to a television right? it was four o'clock in the afternoon i would love to have it new zealand friendly time so if it's seven o'clock your time there's no reason why it can't be kicked off at five o'clock in brisbane and i think that the kids get to watch it so um and then we're talking about grand finals too like we would love grand final to be kicked off no later than six o'clock because it's about the kids it's about the next generation watching 100%. their stars so 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 I do feel sorry for New Zealand, but they do it every week, mate. They've done it. They've come over here. They've played night games before. Um, I know that the, you know that the drawer is set up where they probably play Saturday afternoon games. But you know, like oh, they've done it before, and you know they're smarter people than me working it out. But um, just as long as they're ready to go, mate. Just the, probably the most important question for me before I let you go: Where do we catch up for a beer with you on Friday? Friday. You know what? I'm up in North Queensland. <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> we lost him. There you go. Yeah, offended him, Kimby. That's right. Again, <laughs> another one that's jumped for done an absolute oh, we'll runner let, on we'll us. Let, we'll let Finn take him off and see if he can uh, just just say goodbye and thank Mate, him for his time. Interesting for... though, you know, like because you only hear the the back end of it about oh it's a it's a ten o'clock kickoff, but like Gordy said, he's got to get his body clock right too when they come to New Zealand, get up at four o'clock in the morning and and play at lunchtime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um so there's always two sides to the story. And, and I love uh, can be the question that was um Steph put it to uh, Andrew McCulloch who we had on yesterday about what he would tell um, you know, that the the player going into his first final series. A really interesting answer around um 
just remembering that you don't have to you don't have to play out of your skin make plays that you would never normally play you've just got to do what got you to that position in the first place and play how you've always played all season I love Gordy's advice too of just soaking in the week but not letting it get to you and and being able to you know, be be 100% ready come come kick off on Saturday night, which is a good lesson for the Warriors boys who have come off a pretty big high on Saturday. But, and, and, you know, like to, again, put that conversation into context, what Gordy's saying is that when you get to that next level and it has to be another step up, you've got to, you've got to be able to hang in the game for long periods of time as far as that, um, you know, completion rate goes. And, and of course, is that completion rate goes and you're working hard offensively and defensively together, if both rates are really high, well then you're breathing really hard and you're, it's all about that mental toughness So he's talking that Kevin Walters has given his side about who's going to break first. And and it's that is a real simple way to put what Gordy means about stepping up to the next level. You've got to be prepared to do the tough yards um, and, and take your time before you get there. If you look at the way that Sean played and, and led the team around on Saturday night, Mate, it was 16-6 at half time. It went to 16-10 right after half time. And they just kept playing away and chipping away. And all of a sudden, it's 40 points to 10. Yeah. You know, that didn't happen in the first half. What's probably not worrying, but what you've what you sort of got in the back of your mind as a Warriors fan after hearing Gordy say you've got to go to that next level is, you know, can we go to that next level? Can the Warriors then take what they did on Saturday and then go up one step? Yeah, I'll give, I'll, give you, I'll give you context, okay? Yep. I'll give you context. To go to the next level, all right, they completed 39 out of 47 sets. Yep. they got to complete 45 out of 47. All right, so you're talking an extra 36 tackles, but in those 36 tackles are going to be some big moments. And if you look on the other side of the coin and it's 39 to 47 sets and Brisbane are at, at 45 or 47 sets, then you've got a hell of a lift in a game. Mm. That's the difference. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll take you our new sport and weather. Uh, keep your thoughts coming through on double eight double three. I also see your comments on YouTube as well. We'll, uh, we'll, dive deep into this, have a look at the team list as well for the weekend. Uh, plenty to come. And just a reminder, myself and Kempe, we're going over to Brisbane. We'll be there at Suncorp. Uh, so we will have live commentary from the ground on Saturday. Uh, you can tune in to us uh, from, it's going to be ooh, what's that, 9... No, 8 New Zealand time. We'll be on here from 6, Kempe, uh, over in Brisbane. About 8 New Zealand time. We'll give a bit oh, of fun with three the... Hour. We've got a 3-hour... No, no, 2 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a bit of fun with the uh, with the Aussie um, call over there, the SEM boys. I think it's Scotty Sattler oh, nice. um, and a couple of the other boys over there. We'll have a bit yeah, of banter with them in, in the first hour. And then we'll uh, we'll do our own build-up between uh, 7 and 8, kick-off at 8 o'clock Brisbane time. Uh, but New Sport and Weather first with Johnny Mack. We'll be back in a moment.